Chapter 2. Recognizing a Higher Calling Therefore, more blessed are ye, for ye shall never taste of death, but ye shall live to behold all the doings of the Father unto the children of men, even until all things shall be fulfilled according to the will of the Father, when I shall come in my glory with the powers of heaven. Therefore, that they might not taste of death, there was a change wrought upon their bodies, that they might not suffer pain nor sorrow, save it worth for the sins of this world. Third Nephi, chapter 28, verses 7 and 38. I would like to present to you a newly invented word, re-remembrance. This is the term I use now when I am referring to instances in which the Holy Ghost is not necessarily enlightening one's mind with brand new revelatory knowledge, as much as he is providing us with a resonance of remembering our foreordained callings. This word could also be considered appropriate in the context of pre-remembrance, as we are remembering things from before the veil blocked our memories, but I chose the term re-remembrance for a reason. We are not simply having a recall of things from that time as much as we are having material restored to us, which was left in a treasure chest tucked beneath the footstool at the throne of God, which was left there when our spirits departed the pre-mortal world for this one. This task of redisclosing that material to us will assist us in our telestial progression until we are ready to take up our new terrestrial callings. This transition is meant to fine-tune our spirits to be sensitive of the spiritual vibrations that will lead us up the ladder of progression, and these marvelous windows into eternity are opening at just the right time and in just the right manner to enlighten us of things we knew quite well in the pre-mortal realm. In the most unnoticeable, inconspicuous manners, too small even to be put on the map, the children of light, both inside and outside of the restored church, are now being awakened in mass to the marvelous missions to which they were called in the pre that primordial world. It is highly likely, then, we knew before we came to this second estate far more about this earth's history than we will ever discover here in mortality. The veil has blocked much from our memories, but there will come a specific point in our personal progression wherein we will remember the things that we learned from our experiences in our pre-earth life. Each of these individuals agreed to and was ordained to serve very specific missions in these particular beyond belief end time events. The time has come for the forming of the ranks of the Lord's first wave, or the point guards, and that includes both brethren and sisters alike. All around us, mortal beings are being are becoming translated beings without our even noticing in the midst of a fallen telestial world. Formal meetings are currently being conducted for the purpose of training and enabling newly translated beings in a multitude of spiritual gifts and godly powers that they did not previously realize even existed. They are being licensed by the authority of the Holy Priesthood to wield, while yet in the flesh, powers that they used to believe were only to be exercised in the camps of Zion in a futuristic realm. There are no self-help manuals for newly translated beings who are on the front-runners for end-time spiritual warfare and rescue missions. As a result, these gatherings are now taking place in the form of mentoring sessions during which well-seasoned translated beings are teaching newly translated beings in the art of total mastery over self, time, space, and physical elements, elements around them. Why is this? Military tacticians and historians often make use of the term tip of the spear in referring to a combat force that is used to puncture the enemy's in initial lines of defense, to be quickly followed by concentrated forces which destroy any remaining threat. 
I believe this term to be completely appropriate in referring to those anxiously engaged in the Lord's work here in the final days of the world as we know it. It is not possible or feasible in any way for these tip-of-the-spear forerunners to fulfill their unique specialized missions to which they were foreordained in the premortal world without becoming translated beings while living in this telestial fallen world. Translation will be necessary for them to become immune to the horrible plagues and engineered diseases that are going to be unleashed upon the world. They must learn to gain total power over physical death as it pertains to the mortal realm, as well as empowerment and invincibility over the clawing and piercing forays of the armies of the dark forces. These forces consist of officers, soldiers who are mostly devils mixed with an occasional disembodied or unclean spirit and other colorless yet darkened creatures, which live only to attach themselves to our inner structure and torment us mercilessly. This learning will continue right up until the day in which we are endowed with a greater power to create personal shields, performing sweeping cleansing with power, and to utilize in every wit the greater portion of the fullness of the patriarchal priesthood or priestesshood. Recall here the term priests and priestesses. This power and authority is not exclusive to men, but is a blessing for all those whom God deems worthy to exercise it in righteousness. We must be prepared in all ways to valiantly run rescue missions in all four quarters of the world and perform with unfailing valor and faithfulness any and all special missions that the Lord sends us forth to perform, in many cases with no companion to accompany and fortify us. For those of us completing this work in such circumstances, we will remain close with our Savior, never feeling alone, for he will guide us in our assignments, and our calling will not allow us to fail him.